The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericahealth.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to For the Love of Reiki with Paula Vale. Reiki has been proven to bring you balance and peace, as well as improve your health. It's a healing method that works with other alternative methods, as well as conventional medical practices, to encourage and enhance personal healing on a number of levels. Now, to tell you more about Reiki and better health, here is Paula Vale. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Why Am I So Happy? Paula V here. I have a fantastic show for you today. Actually, what we have for you today, I'm going to call the Variety Show because we are going to touch on several topic points. This is going to be so fun. I have an amazing lady with me today, Alana Joy. Alana has over 30 years experience working as a spiritual life and health coach for people and animals. She is highly intuitive and has both a traditional medical background and a holistic health background. As an animal communicator, she helps people to understand their pets better. With her hospice background, she is gifted in helping people and their loved ones feel complete with their transition and that of their animals. She has extensive training in nutrition, light therapy, and working with vitamins, herbs, and cleansing. And she is also a Reiki master and ordained minister. I love it. I love it. And I have to say, she uh, helped me with my pet who went through a surgery. We had a session, and it was fabulous. But today, we are going to talk about the animal communication. We're going to talk about anti-aging foods, and much more. So to begin, Alana, I want to say welcome, welcome. I am so excited and honored to have you with us today. Thank you, Paula. It's an honor to be here. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you so much. This is so great. Well, let's talk about what you do as an animal communicator and as an intuitive for people, where did that come from? I mean, what brought you on that path? Well, when I was growing up, I spent a lot of time in nature, and I always thought at the time that it was normal for me to be able to hear animals. I could hear animals speaking to me when I was out at the ocean or out in the forest Birds would land on my hands. Injured animals would come to me. Cats and dogs we had at home. I always was doing healing work on them and first aid. And outdoor animals would end up on our deck all the time injured. I thought it was normal to be able to hear them speaking from my mind to their mind. It wasn't until I got a little older that I realized that not everyone could do what I did. And then I also had 
where people were around me, I would pick up on their feelings and their emotions, and I would often know when people were sick before they were diagnosed with things. So I didn't really understand it all. And then when I got in my 20s, I started taking some classes and doing meditation and yoga and training with some metaphysical teachers that helped me to hone my skills. Wow. That is amazing. Oh, what that must have been like. How fantastic. It, It was a little scary when I was about 28, and it was like my abilities were so strong I didn't know what to do with them, and I would walk down the street, and somebody walking towards me, I would know everything about them, and you don't always want to know everything about somebody that's a stranger walking down the street towards you. So I learned from this teacher that I was working with how to turn it off and how if somebody wanted me to sit down for a formal session, because I started about 28 doing health fairs and sitting down and having people come to me, never used any tools whatsoever, tarot cards or anything. I would just sit down and and talk with people and ask them questions, and they'd ask me questions. And I learned how to have really good boundaries. For instance, I'm not reading you. I'm not trying to read anyone else. Unless I'm specifically asked to, I don't do it. Mm -hmm. But I didn't know until this woman trained me at the time how to actually have those boundaries. I, I was overwhelmed a lot as a child. My mother said I was very ADD, and now I realize why, because I was bringing all the stuff in that was going on around me, and yes. I didn't know how to shut it off. Yes. Wow. That is amazing. Oh, my gosh. What what a gift. Oh, my gosh. Well, so you work with people and with animals. Let's Let's begin with the animals. Uh, so, for instance, someone can contact you and you can help them with picking up on what is going on with their pet, how their pet is feeling, and you can help them and communicate that to them, correct? Absolutely. I'll give you a short example. I had a lady that had a house full of cats, and she kept bringing more rescue cats in, and she had originally had two or three of her own, and she kept bringing more in. And she called me, and she said, I don't understand. She says there's this, you know, two of the cats are doing their business inside of their cat bowl dishes where I put their food. And and she said, and they're really acting out, and I don't understand what, you know. And the first thing I got was, well, number one, they're mad at you because they don't like the food that you're feeding them, so that's why they're doing their business in the food rather than eating it. Wow. And also the cat, one cat that was doing it was one of the first cats and cats are very hierarchical. They're, they, they like, there's like a hierarchy in the house. The first cat or the first dog, when more animals come in, they want to be treated like the king and the queen, whichever they are of the house. And I said, you have to start paying more attention to, to, you know, this particular cat because it's mad at you because you brought all these other cats in and you're spending more time with them because some of them are rescues, needed some extra TLC. Yes. You have to spend and acknowledge that even if it's just going by and petting and saying, you know, I love you, boo-boo or whatever the cat's name mm-hmm. is and just show attention. And then I also got a picture of the kind of cat food for her to go and buy. And the next time I talked to her, mostly was just her to tell me that some of the other tips I gave her, because I won't get into everything, 
they all started getting along better, and they liked the new food, and they were no longer doing their business in their cat dish. So she was really helped, you know, really happy. And cats are are really big on that, aren't they? If they're mad or there's something they don't like or something, they act out and they do things like do their business in a certain area or, you know, uh, hide or, you know, cats are cats are pretty fascinating. They are. And, you know, they've got claws and they also bite. So if you're mm-hmm. just giving them a brush or combing out their hair and it's usually a, a normal experience, if they're mad at you about something else, they might give a little chunk out of your your skin or swat yes. at you because they got to get a chance to take it out on you. They're I mean, characters. They, they have their, they have their way. Yes. Yes. And now if someone has a dog, let's say for instance, you, you're able to help us when someone has a dog that is near to passing. Can you help with that? Because that, I know for me, that's like my biggest struggle is when to, you know, put them to rest or whatever. I just, because I love them forever. That's, how can you help in that area? What, how well, that I had work? one client, a lady that, you know, had a dog that kept getting these recurring cysts. And a lot of our animals are getting cysts from, from a lot of the vaccines that the vets are giving that they cause, you know, these cysts. And, you know, there's not a lot you can do because a lot of times you have to do, still give them the rabies shot. And anyways, she asked me, you know, what, what's the dog saying? And this lady had been at least six times to the vet with this dog to have these removed, and they always kept coming back. They weren't cysts that were going to ever not stop growing because that's what this dog did. It just kept growing the cysts. So she was running out of money from the vet bills, getting very, very, you know, upset about the whole situation, and the dog was in pain every time these cysts grew. <sighs> so I had to tell her, that the dog said, I do not want to go back to the vet and have these cysts removed anymore. I want you to stop and just let me, you know, give me something for the pain and let me just go. And, you know, of course she cried and she's very upset and everything, but she thanked me, you know, when it was all over with and she finally, you know, let the dog just go naturally and she had a little help from the vet because this poor animal was in pain and she was in pain and she was broke. Yes. Or she loved her dog, but I said, look, your dog wants you to know that you absolutely have done everything you can to prolong his life, and he loves you dearly, and he will still be with you in spirit, but he doesn't want you going and mortgaging your house so you can pay for the vet bills. Yes. So things like that. I'm Mm -hmm. able to just hear what the animals have to say, and sometimes, you know, of course I'm raking that animal, and I'm helping however I can with their transition for them to be pain-free, and, of course, helping the owners. And sometimes it's not easy work that I do, but I figure, you know, the less suffering that we have, whether it's ourselves or the animals, you know, that's my goal, to help alleviate suffering. Oh, I love that. And so then in the line of working with a person, what do you do with a person? How does that session feel? Well, with a person, and I have extensive training, you know, as a life coach as well, so I start a session out, I I ask people before I work with them to write questions down if they want to focus on a certain area of their their life. Like they may want to ask me about their work. They want to ask me about their health. 
They may want to ask me about, you know, their state of their marriage and the emotional situation that they have going with somebody. They may want to ask about their future because often I can see the paths that people are on. You know, a lot of people have two or three paths that they're on, and I can often recommend the one that I think they're most likely to take. And if they're running different patterns that keep taking them down the wrong path, we work on seeing what some of those patterns are. When I work with people with the health, it's very specific. I get the kinds of foods that that person should or should not be eating. I get maybe some conditions that are developing. I help them on a holistic end. I may even say you need to go to a medical doctor and get a physical, and I would suggest, you know, getting these different tests. You need your blood sugar checked. You need your cholesterol checked. I get very specific things for that specific person. Sometimes what happens is I get relatives, um, like husbands and wives. I'll tune in to, you know, a relative of the person that I'm actually working with because they're husband may never come to me mm-hmm. and have a son. So I just do whatever I can within the boundaries of honoring the, the, the other people, the other family members. Yes, yes. Now, do you have to do this in person or can people do it over the phone, through Skype? Most of the time I do it over the phone. I absolutely do not have to have the person in front of me. It's the same as if they were in front of me. In fact, I used to do a lot more in-person sessions here in Charlotte, and it's really weaned down. It's more I have to go out and actually work at health fairs to see people in person. It's mostly on the phone because it works just the same. And if I'm working with somebody and their animals, they can send me a picture of the animal. I do not need it. I can still hear the animal. Of course, it's nice to see people once in a while and, mm-hmm. and see of their animals. Yes. But it's getting to the point where we're Skyping and we're on the phone. And I really steer away from answering too many questions via text or via email because I find that something gets lost in the translation. And some of the stuff is so specific that if they don't get it right or don't understand, you know, don't ask me the question properly or, or, I, or I, you know, send them an answer. It's not always clear, so I really prefer they take a few minutes, even do a short session, because I offer like 15-minute sessions if if money is a real issue. Mm -hmm. For people hear me live, I think it's it's clearer. Yes, yes. And I would think that's a great energy connection, too, to have that discussion and the conversation and... Absolutely. I've got myself into trouble with also clients that have gotten very, very needy where they're texting me. And of course, you know, I'm not charging them. So they're texting this question and texting that. And it gets to the point, you need to call me and I need to talk to you in person because things are changing so fast on this planet with the energies, just everything's so fast and people's lifestyles are so fast. You could ask me a question about something and I get your email and I don't answer it till the next day. It, It all could have changed. Wow. All could have changed. So that's another reason I don't like to do that. Mm-hmm. Our prayer, like somebody needs prayer for their animal or prayer for themselves, whatever. Of course, prayers, you know, the, the time doesn't matter. But if they want to know an answer to a specific question about themselves, it's best that even if we talk for a few minutes, that we do it live. Yes, yes. Is it? Is there very much of a difference between uh, picking up energy and information from an animal compared to a person? I find the animals are a lot, they don't lie. 
animals, mm-hmm. you know how they, they unconditionally love people? They will even yes. love people that will that have abused them. They uh. will still come let that owner, you know, take care of them. They don't necessarily run away. Wow. When I talk to animals, not that they don't have a sense of humor, but they will tell me stuff like my cats. I have several cats will just tell me point blank the truth about something. And I'll go, okay, I heard you. <laughs> oh. And there's no sugarcoating it. There's no patterns yes. running them like we are. Like people will t- like tell me their story. And usually I try and cut the story time down and say, look, do you have specific questions? Because, you know, you're paying me this much per hour and I'd like to answer your questions that, you know, let's get back to your questions because if they get into their story and go on and on and on, they're spending money and we're just running in circles because their patterns are running them. Whereas animals, they're, I think, a lot more evolved than we are. I think they really are clear and they just tell the truth. Mm-hmm. Whereas yes. people think they're telling the truth, but they aren't always telling the truth because that may be the truth that they've told themselves and they believe it mm-hmm. because their own belief systems are, are running them. Yes. And I can usually, whether the person is in front of me or on the phone, I can usually read between the lines and, and my, you know, I can, I can hear what the truth is. Yes. And usually what I want to do is I want to mirror that person and I want to get them to be able to see that truth. If I have enough time in a session, I want them to be able, like, I'll ask them a couple questions and then they'll go, oh, okay, you just answered my question. Oh, this is just all so exciting and so fascinating. I'm really excited to to do a session with you uh, for me. Um, and now that we've had one with my pet, this is just amazing and fascinating. Oh, my gosh. Well, everyone, we have to pop out for a break. But Alana Joy and I will be right back. Thank you, everyone. Thank you, Alana. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Hello, Paula Vale here, host of For the Love of Reiki on VoiceAmerica.com. Do you know the nutritional power of seeds? A seed contains 20 to 30 times more nutrients and antioxidants than the fruit. Ancient civilizations fell in love with black cumin and used it for all ailments. It was considered sacred. Seed nutrition can be a complementary addition to the lives of virtually everyone. Seeds have anti-inflammatory, anti-aging, and antioxidant benefits and more. If you would like more information about this great nutrition, please go to my website, wellnessinspired.com, and check it out on the products page. Thank you, everyone. Have a great day. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America.
You're listening to For the Love of Reiki with Paula Vale. We would love to hear about your Reiki stories as well as your questions about Reiki. Paula will answer questions and share stories on the show. Please send an email to Paula at wellnessinspired.com. Again, that's Paula at wellnessinspired.com. Now, back to For the Love of Reiki. Hello, everyone. Welcome back. Paula V here. I am chatting with Alana Joy. This is just such a fun show. Oh, my gosh. I'm just so inspired. And, and Alana, we've been talking about what you do for others with your animal communication and with people as well. But you are also an expert in nutrition, I would love to have you share some information with us about anti-aging foods because that is something that I think everyone is going to be fascinated with and and really excited. So welcome back and, and jump right back in. Thank you. So good to be here. Yay. I came up with this acronym that things that we need to cast away in our lives. In other words, if you're a nautical person, a sailor, if you think of the word cast, C would stand for caffeine, A for alcohol, S for sugar, and T for tobacco. Those are the four main things. If you can avoid those in your life, you're going to be look better, your body's going to last longer, you're going to be healthier all around. And I don't have time to get into too much, but I'll just give you a couple little points about why these things are not so great for you. Caffeine, we get addicted to it. And people like the power of the caffeine first thing in the morning to wake them up. But what they don't realize is every time we get caffeine in our system, whether it's from coffee or sometimes chocolate or some of these other caffeinated um, beverages that are out there, you know, these... um, energy drinks, it shocks the heart and jolts it. And I have a background in cardiology, so I know what the extra beats and all the different irregular rhythms look like. So every time I think about that and having somebody on a treadmill where I used to stress test them, I I see what used to happen to people. We'd have them come to the cardiology department for a stress test, and they'd be on two cups or more of coffee a day, and they'd be having all these extra beats. We'd have them go off the coffee, come back, and the beat, extra beats would go away. Oh, my gosh. So the caffeine is, is a tough one. Alcohol, I won't get into too much of that. You know, sometimes you'll hear, oh, a little wine's good, a little this. But alcohol really imbalances the body. It messes with your blood sugar. It does, you know, it's also addictive. There's so many things that you can tell if you look at people. I've gotten to the point now where I can look at people and their skin and their feet, especially you can see in people's feet as they get older. I can tell you the people that have abused alcohol are still abusing alcohol or are, you know, regular drinkers. You can tell by the smell, their pH. You can smell their pH. You know, there's just so many things with alcohol. And then we've got sugar, a big one. And that includes honey stevia, any of these things that are going to make you have your sweet receptor activated. If we're addicted to sugar when we're young, because we had all kinds of sweets and sugar and all that kind of thing, if you can't get past that as an adult, you've got this sugar sweet receptor that's always activated and you're always going to crave stuff with sugar until you get off of it completely. Mm -hmm. 
And don't replace it with honey and stevia and stuff like that. Get natural sugar sweetened things. Get anything that's natural sugar because a lot of these fake sugars, your body doesn't know the difference. Stevia is natural, but your body doesn't know the difference. It's still sweet. Wow. It's tough. And tobacco, I won't spend a lot of time on that. Everybody knows about that. I can tell by looking at somebody in their face if they've either been a smoker or are a smoker because the age, the lines on a smoker's face are 10 times as much on, you know, a non-smoker's face. Yes. And the other big one to make ourselves healthy and make our bodies last longer is to avoid shade plants. That's your potatoes, tomato, any tomato-based products, you know, spaghetti sauces, eggplant, all peppers, you know, red peppers, green peppers, and that includes the pepper coming from your shaker. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, people don't realize that. That's in the shade. What shade plants do is they cause inflammation in your body. For instance, you know, I've got some arthritis in, in my body. If I eat something, like I don't cook it at home, but I may go out and it'll have a peppers and a bunch of things and I try and not have it, but I can literally feel the inflammation in my body after I have any shade plants and potatoes particularly. Oh my gosh. Sweet potatoes are one of your better things, but when you get into the white potatoes, they're the worst. Your best thing if you absolutely have to have potatoes is red potatoes or sweet potatoes are better for you. Okay. But all of these things it, it, all those shade plants just cause more arthri- you know, arthritis or inflammation. And inflammation is one of the biggest problems in our body that causes a lot of disease mm-hmm. in all kinds of different areas. Oh, my gosh. I had no idea. Now, okay, I have to ask this because I am guilty. I have my two cups of coffee every morning. So with what I've just learned, any suggestions how I can get myself off that and change yeah, that, that's going to be a biggie. Well, you can go and get, look at the, in, at, at, even at, you know, a lot of grocery stores, look for the organic coffees. Roasted chicory root also is something that a lot of people, it's the routine. They want to have that morning wake me up. Yes. So, your case, what I would suggest is you first go to decaffeinated. So you're still going to get a little bit of caffeine, but the roasted chicory root, or if you go to any, the, look for the organic stuff. First of all, you can get the organic coffees, and you can get several different drinks to replace that. The other thing I'd recommend is green tea, which does not have the amount of caffeine. And the, the way the green tea is made, it just doesn't give you the jolt. If you drink enough of that, that's still caffeine. Mm-hmm. The green tea is, you know, way better than, than coffee. And so what would the difference between regular coffee I would buy at the store compared to organic coffee? So the organic would be better? Well, the reason I'm suggesting organic is it's better for you toxin-wise, and they have more of a variety of the, the healthier stuff. Like you could get where it's like 97% caffeine free, but like I say, organic chicory root. If you go and look at the organic coffees, they may have the alternatives next to it, like the chicory root. Wow. So I keep, keep hearing. 
Great. I love it. So on the line of anti-aging foods, which foods would be positive for us? Any, any recommendations? Well, some people, you know, you really have to limit your red meats and, and, you know, have more fish. Like if you're not vegetarian, and I know a lot of people are, and, yeah, and, and I believe I you're a vegetarian, but so you're already on yes. the path. But for people that aren't, stick more to fish and limit yourself to red meat, say, say once a week. And really, your whole diet needs to be as much fresh fruits and vegetables. Like I eat where I'm limiting the carbs. If you're going to have carbs and you have to have them, then get the low glycemic index gluten-free carbs and there's so many of them out there now and they taste so much better and the the gluten-free stuff is a lot better great great so you know just fresh 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 and and you know we don't have time to get into all the fruits and vegetables but most of the fruits and vegetables out there you know excluding the shade plants are what you need on a daily basis and you can make yourself a nice meal with with a, a fresh piece of meat or a soy product and be careful with the soy products if you're vegetarian. Not everybody handles soy. And I tune into every person that I work with, whether that is a good thing for them or not. Like people that are Japanese do really well with soy products. But if that's not your heritage, you may not, you may actually, your body may not be doing well with soy products. Wow. Any thoughts on quinoa? Personally, I love quinoa, but I've had a, uh, at times, some people say you want to stay low on the amount of quinoa, or then you hear quinoa is really high in protein, which is what I look for being vegetarian. Any thoughts about quinoa? Well, it's good for most people, but it's getting into your wheat variety of wheat with the quinoa. Mm-hmm. And not everybody, if you're gluten sensitive, not everybody can handle it. And again, I'm going to get back to, and this is why I like doing private sessions with people you may do really well with that. Like, I'm getting that that's not 100% best for you mm-hmm. right now when I'm tuning into you. Gotcha. Somebody else that may do really well for them. Somebody else may do really good with oats-based mm-hmm. things. It, it depends on you and your system and also what you were brought up on because people have a whole residue of, of stuff in their body, uh, candida and parasites and all these different things, and that's a whole other show to yes. get into that. Yes. I tune into that with people, too. So whatever they were brought up in, like say you were brought up on a lot of carbs and a lot of sugar. Meat and potatoes. Mm-hmm. Clean all of that out. Mm-hmm. Get your body, like you've obviously done that, be- becoming a vegetarian, and you know you don't eat meat and that, but... Also, you have to be careful. Not everybody can handle all the beans. You know, oh. like lentils don't always digest very well sometimes in people's columns. Wow. Uh-huh. And you may do better with kidney beans or another specific kind of a bean because it's challenging to get your protein. And maybe mm-hmm. you don't do good with, with eggs. And I'm just saying, generally speaking, I'm not saying you. Mm-hmm. Maybe you mm-hmm. don't with eggs for a protein because that's a dairy product and some people are sensitive to dairy. Gotcha. Gotcha. That's for tuning into somebody. I get very, like I'll say, okay, Paula, this is what your body wants. This is what your body's telling me it can tolerate. And this is something you can have every once in a while, et cetera, et cetera. Yes. So we know what works for you because I've had people work with me and do that kind of um, 
tuning in with me because I was struggling with not knowing always what was the best foods for me. And some people cannot be vegetarian. Really? Wow. There's different blood types. Like Uh if you're B blood type, you you may be really good at the vegetarian or A. If you're O positive or an O, you know, O blood Mm -hmm. type, they're carnivorous and they often need meat and they can't do well on a vegetarian diet. Doesn't mean they can't eat organic, healthy meat and and good stuff and still limit their red meat because red meat takes, you know, like a steak takes 48 hours to process through the colon or longer, Mm -hmm. depending on how their digestive issues are. Uh, So there's just so much to know about nutrition, but again, it gets back to what are you sensitive to, what works for your body, you know, it's the same I found with animals. Some animals, you know, people are feeding their animals uh, people food. And and they're not, you know, giving them any, any dog food or cat food. Or some some animals don't, they intuitively know they don't want the human food. They want the cat food or the dog food. Mm-hmm. It's a matter of tuning in to what works for every animal and every person. Yes, yes. So or carbs, you have to remember with carbs, the people yes. that eat a lot of carbs, mm-hmm. and they Maybe they're eating a whole wheat bread and they're doing really good with their carbs. Too many carbs put your blood sugar up. So, you know, you've got a problem with your blood sugar Mm -hmm. if you're eating too many carbs. Yes. So it's all about balance. But the more you can get back to nature, eat fresh fruits and vegetables, you know, and and you need to have some cooked food too. Just having raw food all the time can be hard for your body to digest. And also you get more parasites than that. Even if you wash your your salad and your veggies and things, Mm -hmm. you get bugs because you're eating raw fresh stuff that's not being cooked gotcha gotcha oh this is so fascinating i love it i love it and the listeners out there can contact you and do an individual session and really kind of pinpoint what their body's asking for that is great absolutely oh my goodness so overall the fresh fruits and vegetables i just love it this well, on the pale, if you study and, and get, you know, people Google paleo diet or Atkins diet, which is kind of the old paleo diet, P-A-L-E-O, that's getting back to nature, but it also gives you suggestions about everyday food that you can and cannot have because basically we got to get back to how we used to eat when we lived off the land. Yes. Now, mm-hmm. the drawback of this is a little bit more expensive for your groceries, and you have to go to the grocery store every two or three days because you run out of your fresh stuff or mm-hmm. it goes bad. Yeah. But I can tell you my energy level and how I feel and keeping my blood sugar balanced because I've had issues with that, I can tell you if I go off the diet, I just don't feel myself. Yeah. So it's worth it. If you can do it you know, financially and everything, it's really worth it. And if you are going to eat carbs, you know, get into your as whole grains as possible, you know, oatmeal once in a while, and really low glycemic, gluten-free, because there's so many rice products out there now where they make, you know, gluten-free bread and crackers mm-hmm. and things that are way lower in carbs. Yes. So your glycemic index, in other words, is not going straight to sugar in your blood. I love it. I love it. Before we go to the next break, could you please share your website information with the listeners? It's www.alana, spelled A-L-A-N-N-A-H, joy, J-O-Y, dot com. And you can contact me. There's a contact 
uh, page on the very, I think it's on the front first page, and you can contact me through there, and then I will email you back. And there's also copies of radio shows I've been on on the media page if you want to listen to some of my shows. I love it. Oh, Alana, this is so fantastic. I am enjoying you so much. I love it. Oh, well, we are going to pop out for a break, everyone. We will be right back, so don't go away. Thank you, Alana. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Hi, I'm Kristen Eichel. Join Paul Vale, host of For the Love of Reiki and I, along with millions of other Reiki and energy healers worldwide, as we create the World Reiki Circle for Wildlife. Beginning from 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. this Saturday and the third Saturday of every month in your time zone, this healing wave of prayer and positive energy will ripple around the planet, creating a 24-hour wave of Reiki, love, and healing to all the members of the animal kingdom. Animals feed us. They clothe us. They comfort us and inspire us. We live with them in our homes and in our communities, and we send this healing wave of light to them to express our gratefulness to them for their gifts to all humanity. Please join with us as we create a new movement of Reiki energy with the World Reiki Circle for Wildlife this Saturday from 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. Write to Paula to share your thoughts and experiences with Reiki. Paula at wellnessinspired.com. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. You're listening to For the Love of Reiki with Paula Vale. We would love to hear about your Reiki stories as well as your questions about Reiki. Paula will answer questions and share stories on the show. Please send an email to Paula at wellnessinspired.com. Again, that's Paula at wellnessinspired.com. Now, back to For the Love of Reiki. Hello, everyone. Welcome back. Paula V and Alana Joy. Oh my gosh, we are having so much fun. As we enter into this last segment, I'm really excited to chat with Alana about what is is going on with the planet today, the energy that we have, and, and what we can all do as a team, you know, to bring more grace and love to the planet. Alana, what Give us your thoughts on this, please. Well, I really feel that we're here to experience and learn how to love amongst the duality of the good and evil. For instance, in my own life, when things are going on around me, on the planet, I always look for something good out of something that's appearing to be bad. In other words, it may not look like a good thing that's happening in my life, but I'm looking at where can I find a lesson in this? How can I be of service to this person, this situation, or myself? What do I have to change within me to make this situation better? And 
grace. I, I, I want to talk about grace. We need the grace to remember that the world is now too dangerous for anything but truth and too small with the Internet for anything but love. And I looked up in the dictionary today what the definition of grace is. And there are three different different definitions. I just give a short thing on grace is about honoring or crediting someone else's presence. Elegance and refinement, elegance or refinement of movement, free and unmerited favor of God. And I just keep, when you watch the news or you just see things going on, I, the word that keeps coming to mind is grace. Beautiful. Yes, yes. So any suggestions to the listeners with so much going on and the negativity how the how they can stay in that place of grace and love? Well, if if they belong to a church or if they like to to go out into nature, whatever is their kind of church for them, every single day take some time to meditate or pray. Be around like-minded people, positive like-minded people. If you work in an environment in an office that isn't very positive, say some prayers to try and change that. Go and do something every day that makes you happy, whether it's a short walk down the street and you're saying a blessing of peace for your street. Whatever it is, you've got to do something that makes you happy and makes you feel good. Don't let your health and your tiredness, if you're if you're working so hard, don't let yourself get so down because the more you allow yourself to get overtired and unhealthy, you're going to be affected by the evil on the planet because it's going to get work its way in towards you because your defenses are down. Yes. And when there's things that you want in your life, like you're wanting to be, well, I'll give you an example. I'm wanting to be more connected with people internationally. That's why I'm doing these radio shows. I want to be able to talk to people in Australia and Canada and other parts of the world where I'm affecting change, positive change for the healing of this planet. Visualize what it is you want to do to make this planet a better place. Be part of the solution and take it one more step. Actually send and project what you want to do out into the world towards the people you may be of service to. Let me give you an example. Before going on this radio show today, I said a prayer that I would connect with the people out there that are going to listen to this because I understand it's going on several different networks that I'm able to help and be of service to so they can hear that. And I'm sending them love and knowledge. In other words, send what it is you want out to the universe. Give of yourself before you receive. So putting out that I want to connect with these people internationally, I know that there's people in Australia and Canada Puerto Rico, wherever these people are, for me to help. And because of the Internet and long-distance phone calls and all that, we just pick up the phone, we can Skype, we can connect with one another. So be part of the solution. And if you spend a lot of time complaining about your life, that's where you're going to stay. Because everything you complain about, you just recreate for yourself. And you stay stuck in that scenario. And nobody wants to be around you if you're complaining all the time. Mm -hmm. Be part of something positive yes our thoughts are so huge in what we manifest i really really believe that absolutely 
Yes. And and I love that. It it makes me think about it over two years ago, two and a half years ago when Voice America contacted me to do a show and I thought, Oh my gosh and they said worldwide and the first thing that came to my mind was okay, I'm going to do this and I'm not going to see myself speaking English. I'm going to see myself speaking the language of love. That is what I want my energy to be around the world with my shows. And, you know, we can do that with, you know, what we put out there with our mindset and our thoughts. What do you think? Absolutely. And and you just touched on it. My prayers lately, and, and, you know, to me it's just thoughts. People may not use the word prayers. I happen to be a minister, so I pray a lot. But love and knowledge, because I thought to myself, well, if I'm going to send out energy ahead of time so I can connect with the people that I want to work with, what are the two words? What what do I want to send them ahead of time? So love and knowledge. Because I have a lot of knowledge and I impart that to people for them, for their pets, for themselves, for them to be healthier physically, spiritually, mentally, emotionally, I thought, well, I just have to keep it simple. I will send them the love and knowledge ahead of time, even though I don't know what it is I'm going to be saying to these people. I want them to feel my presence. So then when we do connect, it's going to be easy, and it's like I'm giving of myself before I even connect with them. Yes. Oh, that is beautiful. Oh, did that? Don't you think, Paula, this would be a much more peaceful planet? Yes. Without all these things that are going on out there, if we were all sending each other love and knowledge ahead of time? Because a lot of things that are happening on the planet are because people aren't feeling loved. Mm -hmm. They don't have the knowledge about what it is they're doing. Yes. Or... You know, they don't even know what they're protesting or they're following somebody else or, you know, there's murders or they don't have the knowledge. Perhaps they didn't have proper knowledge given to them when they were growing up and their their mm-hmm. family of origin and they didn't ha- or they were neglected, didn't have love. So yes. the two things that keep coming to me when I'm praying is love and knowledge. Yes, because a love, love, I believe, is the most powerful and really we, you know, if Everyone can touch on that and focus on that and feel that. It is going to make a difference with the negative going on. Now, Alana, let me ask you this, because a struggle that so many have, and I believe a lot of the people that are creating this, these negative actions and thoughts out there, they don't really have self-love. What can a person do to help them connect with the self-love and and in that love that they do have inside them, that they really do? Well, one of the things I do as soon as my feet hit the floor in the morning when I wake up is I look, I face east, so I've got the sun coming in. It's always great if you can have the sun coming in. I give thanks for being in a body, again, for, for that particular day. And I put my hand on the top of my head and I ask for, if, you're, if you don't believe in God, if you just want to say, I, ask, I give thanks for the sun giving me life, I reset myself in present time and in self-love. Because if I'm not coming from self-love where I take care of myself enough to be able to be of service like I am, 
and I'm not right here now in the present time, I'm kind of useless to myself and to others out there. And, and those two things keep me centered and grounded. And if I feel a little off throughout the day, I will recenter myself. And I just put my hand on the top of my head and I said, I, I recenter myself in present time and in self-love. Oh, I love and it. for people that don't know how to love themselves because they're eating poorly, they're in abusive relationships or whatever, get the counseling. Work with somebody like me. Get somebody like Paula, who's a, who's a Reiki master and does all kinds of healing. Get somebody to help you, whether it's a licensed psychologist or a healer, a massage therapist. You've got to get help to get balanced. And people like myself that are able to tune in, we can see what it is or give you little tips because... I'm saying that works for me, but maybe you need a little more, or maybe you need a person to lead you through a meditation. There is so many online, wonderful radio shows and constant things that you can go online, and, and if people want suggestions, you know, I, I know Paula has them and I have them. You don't have to stay in fear and in balance. You can get yourself balanced by listening to these positive meditations. Get yourself a CD that's got positive words on it, something to listen to. Anytime you're in crisis or you're not feeling well, meditate and pray. Get out of the house, go outside and be in nature. That will calm you because when you get away from all the, you know, electromagnetic frequencies, turn your cell phone off and you go and stand by a tree, sit in your backyard, you get, your body gets back to nature. You've got to unplug and get away. No cell phones or TVs, you know, at night when you're sleeping. If you've got cell phones next to your bed or computers in your room, your your circadian rhythm rhythms are off. Wow. You won't well. Your stress level will be higher. I do all of these things. Plus, I meditate and I watch. If I watch any TV, it's only really positive stuff. If you're in a movie, at a movie theater, or you're watching something on TV and you start to feel uncomfortable and you don't feel well, it's time to turn it off or put the Hallmark Channel on or something that's got a happy ending or read a good book. Because even the news, watch watch the news, get the headlines, and then turn it off because you don't want to be taking that in in the soul level. Because you're not going to be happy. And for some of us who are very sensitive, you actually take this negative energy on. Wow. And you're carrying it around mm-hmm. and you don't need to. Yes. Yes. Oh, I love that. I love that. Great, great advice. And that's something like with have the cell phone off. Don't sleep with the cell phone next to you. A lot of people aren't aware of that. Well, the other thing is, too, your cell phone needs to reset itself and sometimes upload and download. And a lot of people don't turn it off. It's mm-hmm. actually harmful for the cell phone. Mm-hmm. So turn it off. If you have to keep it in the room, like I have it on the other side of the room and it's turned off. Yes. And my computer is not in the room. I do not have a TV in my bedroom. Yes. I watch TV in another room and then I leave that room because even when you turn the TV off, you still have patterns and waves and things coming towards you and we have enough things between alarm clocks and and things that are plugged in Mm -hmm. Um, you can get these these emf things that you can put into your sockets and stuff that that stop some of the emf frequencies you know you can look those up online uh, to make your house a little bit nicer i have everything low light in my house there's nothing glaring i don't have any fluorescent lights everything is low light in my house Yes. And get back to nature. Put some candles on once in a while. Yes. 
couple of go outside, touch a tree, or sit outside, buy a tree. Oh, I love it. That's that's a something that I really works for myself is I have a special little spot in my yard and I'll just go sit there for a couple minutes and oh my gosh what a difference it makes and you know send some love to the big beautiful tree I'm sitting next to and just you know connect with mother earth so each of us can have that little something that gives us joy wouldn't you say absolutely like say you work in a medical place and you're leaving work, and, and medical places, hospitals and that, and I did this for years, so I have a medical background, so I understand it. You have to cleanse yourself of the suffering of the yes. people there. And you just, before you go to your car, touch a bush for a couple of seconds. Stand there, hold your cell phone like people won't think you're really weird, like you're looking at your cell phone, but just touch that tree uh. and get rid of the cell phone if you can, because, of course, it's throwing you off. Yes. But if you touch a tree or a shrub or a bush, and ask to connect with the divine intelligence of that tree. Those trees are giving us oxygen. They're helping us to breathe. They're connected and rooted down into the earth. They are so intelligent. And when you don't have any electronics on you and you're out there in nature, it gets you back to nature. Just the same thing as eating. Eat from nature as much Mm -hmm. as you can. And be out in nature. It's like I do sessions in my house or I'm doing these radio shows that I've been doing a lot of lately. First thing I'm going to do when I'm done with this is go to my spot in the backyard and connect with my trees and just clear my energy and clear my mind. And going out in nature walks, going out in hikes, because too many people are spending too much time in front of electronics. They're in front of computers and TVs and on cell phones and on Facebook that they've forgotten who they are connected to nature. Yes. And they don't feel themselves anymore because they're inundated because not only are they picking up on other people's energy think about being on the internet how much energy are not just the emf frequencies how much energy are you taking in when you're on the internet yes yes oh i have to unplug and i i I watch these young people and they all have earbuds in and, and they're walking around and they got their cell phones attached to them with the earbuds in and i'm like when do you unplug mm-hmm. a lot of them fall exactly. asleep at night with these things and Exactly. The parents are starting to learn that they have to take cell phones away from, from the younger kids at night. Yes. I they're, otherwise, they're in their beds. Oh. They're going to sleep with these things in their beds. Yeah, and that is so harmful. I had a guest on <clears throat> on Voice America on my show earlier in the year about electronic radiation, and it's huge. It's huge. So I use the Defender Shield products now because, and people are unaware of that damage. So yeah, I love that. Just a breakaway. Oh. And the other thing is you do not have to put a cell phone or your home phones or or the earbuds in. I never speak, like I'm talking to you. I have you on speaker. I never put a cell phone to my ear Ever. I always have people on speaker, and if it has to be private, I make sure I'm in a private area. I have them on speaker in my car. I do not put that radiation right up to my head. I keep it away from me, and I just speak loud enough and put them on speaker. I don't put earbuds in because more that when you put the phone up to your ear, you're getting the radiation way too close. That, oh, that, oh, what a great message. Yes, that is so powerful. I hope everyone out there listens to that and and starts 
using their phone that way today. Oh, uh, Alana, I'm afraid we've run out of time. I could have talked for another hour with you. This is so wonderful. So we will be doing another show down the road, everyone. So excited. Thank you so much for joining us today. It's been absolutely my pleasure. Thank you so much for having me on your show today. So welcome. Love, hugs, and blessings. And to all of my listeners out there, love, hugs, and blessings. And we will see you at the next episode. And have a happy day. Thank you again for tuning into For the Love of Reiki. Please join your host, Paula Vale, again next Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel to learn more about your better health. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericahealth.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.